Hello and welcome to Day 3 Live, the live broadcast of Sunday morning service at Day 3 Church in Granite Falls, North Carolina. You can learn more about our ministry at day3church.org or find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash d3church. COVID-19 is affecting everyone in the country. Many people are facing struggles right now that no one could have foreseen. Layoffs, loss of income, isolation, others find they're working longer and harder hours with lots of stress. No matter where you fit into this list, one thing is for certain, we need peace now more than ever. That's why Pastor Lynn is doing a series simply titled Peace. Join us for part three, Throw Your Anxiety Away. Here's Pastor Lynn. What I was saying a moment ago is we're going to talk about how to deal with anxiety today, how to throw your anxiety away. And since we just had technical issues, that increased my level of anxiety this morning uh, and, and, uh, and everything. Uh, but guys, we have been facing challenging days for some time. I, I know uh, over the last um, uh, couple of months, uh, you faced a lot of challenging days and maybe some anxiety in your life because of this uh, COVID-19 uh, issue and the stay-at-home orders and things like that. But, but honest, if we would just evaluate uh, our world over the last few years, years, uh, we've probably had multiple and varied reasons for a long time now uh, to have some anxiety and have some concerns, uh, especially for those people that might be concerned about uh, God's will uh, in this world or the moral fiber uh, of our culture in this world. Uh, there's been reasons for us to have a lot of concern for a long time. Let me kind of cover just a few reasons uh, for that. Uh, on the world scene, uh, think about for a minute how governments have been kind of playing uh, a chess match with each other. Uh, and it's kind of a dangerous chess match as they kind of play uh, games back and forth with each other that could turn into something serious at any moment. Uh, not just what the governments are doing, but in the political realm. Uh, there's probably a lot of reasons for anxiety in the political realm. Uh, I, I don't want to sound kind of negative this morning just about uh, politics and politicians, but guys, as I watch things, uh, sometimes our politicians remind me of, of kids on the school playground, and they're trying to vie for who can have the most friends. And uh, whenever they don't get their way, they're kind of like some uh, kids on the playground, and they don't get their way. They pack up their bag of marbles, and they go home, and they refuse to play uh, with all the other kids. That, that's the image I get a lot of times when I look at the uh, political scene uh, in, in our country. Uh, and regrettably, that's even true in the religious realm. Uh, we wonder sometimes why uh, the lost world maybe don't want the message that we try and give them as we try and represent the gospel, represent Jesus. But guys, if we be honest, there's been so many wrong attitudes, condemning attitudes, self-righteousness, uh, friction and split and splinter in churches or denominations that the world has a pretty good reason sometimes to say, I don't know if I want what you have because what you have doesn't seem to make a difference in your life. So there's all kinds of reasons for anxiety. Uh, some of you may be having anxiety uh, because of the uh, economic scene uh, that's taking place. When we think about the way the economy has its ups and downs, or think about all of a sudden this massive national debt that's just taking place, uh, added to what we already had uh, because of uh, this bailout that, that's taking place. So you may be really concerned about that. Uh, you might have had concern recently for your own health, your family's health. 
off. Uh, you may be concerned, some of you, about your children that are graduating high school and their, their normal type of graduations being impacted by this, or you're worried about your children taking off to go to college uh, sometime next uh, fall, uh, whenever that happens. But uh, there's all kinds of reasons why uh, someone may be concerned and anxious. So let's just kind of be honest this morning uh, about anxiety. It, it might be really easy for you to want to go the real spiritual route and, and say, well, but I'm a really strong person of faith. Well, you need to understand that no matter how strong your faith is, sometimes all of us face anxiety. Sometimes all of us have worries and concerns. And, and the reason I say that is this. God knows. So you don't try and hide your anxiety, pretend you don't have it. God knows. In fact, God knew that believers would have anxiety because in our scripture text, as you heard read a moment ago by the Finley family, and I'll reread it here in just a second, uh, we, we have here before us the evidence that God knows that we, even as believers, will face anxiety because what he inspired Peter to write to believers in Asia Minor when they were going through persecution and, and issues in, in their day. Uh, look what Peter writes here. <clears throat> to begin with in the NIV, cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. And then look at the same thing in, in, in 1 Peter 5, 7 in the ESV, casting all your anxieties on him because he cares for you. And then the Amplified Version will kind of give us some more information. The Amplified Version and uh, parenthetical uh, brackets will bring in some additional flavor to where we can maybe understand uh, the, the richness of what's being said. And when we look at the Amplified Bible, it says this, casting all your cares, and then in brackets, all your anxieties, all your worries, all your concerns, once and for all, on Him. For he cares about you, once again in brackets, with deepest affection and watches over you very carefully. So today, as we admit to ourselves, we face anxiety and we live in a world that can cause us to be anxious a lot of times. Let's focus on throwing away our anxiety this morning. And you might ask, well, how in the world can you do that? Well, we're going to try and move from anxiety and from worry to live more hopeful lives by taking three steps that I think we can find in this one verse in 1 Peter 5 and verse 7. Here's step number number one. Step number one is simply this. Be willing to throw your anxiety away. Be willing to throw your anxiety away. Hey, if you're not willing to try and deal with the anxiety, if you're not willing to throw it away, if you're not trying to, if you're not willing to admit that it's there and try and do something with it, you're probably not going to get beyond the anxiety whatsoever. So we need to be willing to throw it away. Now, let me stop for a minute and say this. Uh, I, I recognize uh, I'm not a psychologist, uh, and, and I know a lot of people, uh, you know, have like all types of anxiety they deal with, and, and maybe you go to therapy and everything else, and uh, some people take medication because of it. And I'm not trying to minimize all those helps, uh, but sometimes... Um, I just believe this, guys. I believe Jesus can do anything. Amen? I believe God can do anything. And I think sometimes even believers hop past what God can do for what the world can do. And once again, I'm not trying to minimize how the world may try and help you deal with anxiety. Uh, and I'm not trying to be flippant about it. But, but I am saying this. I believe God's a big God. And I believe he can help you with your anxiety if you'll allow him to. 
So look at step one here, being willing to throw away your anxiety. In the NIV, it says, cast all your anxiety. Uh, in the ESV, it says, cast in, as though it's an ongoing process. Uh, all your anxieties, plural. And then once again, in the Amplified Version, it says, cast in all your cares, all your anxieties, your worries, all your concerns, once and for all. So, so let's look at that for a minute. As you think about being willing to throw away your anxiety, to cast your anxiety away, I want to encourage you to be willing to cast away your anxiety quickly, quickly to begin with. And here's why I say that. <clears throat> the word for cast that's used here in the original Greek is found in the aorist active Greek tense. Now, that may not mean a lot to you, but here's what that means. The aorist tense means it's a completed finished, done thing in the past. So in other words, you have decided that you're going to cast your anxiety upon him. But the active part of it, the active part of the tense also means that even though you've decided to do it in the past, you're going to have new anxiety. And it's an ongoing thing in your life that you need to be willing to continue to throw your anxiety and cast your anxiety uh, upon him. So it has a continuance to it. Now, now, the word itself means to throw upon. In other words, you're casting it somewhere. The, the root word that that word is built from in Greek has the idea of a sudden motion. That's why I'm saying throw it away quickly. It has the idea of a sudden motion, to fling something, to give a, a quick toss uh, to it, uh, to deposit something as though you're carrying a load and you want to get rid of it real quick and you toss that load down. And it has the idea of, of superimposition. You're, you're casting it somewhere. And we'll talk more about that in just a moment. Uh, as I was preparing for this message, I came across an interesting thought that I had not maybe seen before that I remember. And I preached through First Peter verse by verse several times in the years I've been in the ministry. But there's a different word for cast in the Greek that the Holy Spirit could have used. And the other word for cast means a deliberate cast or a deliberate throw. In other words, it's like you're trying to skillfully throw it somewhere. So remember that. We'll come back to it in just a minute. The main thing I want us to see right now is that with our anxieties and our worries, what we need to learn to do is deal with them quickly. Because the more you hold on to it, the more you harbor uh, that in your life, then the more that anxiety is going to grow. And if you're not dealing with anxiety quickly as it pops up in your life, guess what's going to happen? There's going to be new anxiety that you'll add to that and more anxiety that you'll add to that. And that's why we need to be willing to deal with it in a quick way instead of holding on to it. As soon as we identify some anxiety in our lives uh, that, it's in, that it has invaded our lives, we need to give it a, a quick toss or a, a sudden fling. We need to deposit the load of our anxiety uh, somewhere else. We need to cast it over away and superimpose it upon God. And we'll talk more about that in a moment. But, but here's kind of a point I, I, I want to make, and uh, I'll do it here just a second. You're probably going to wonder, what's he doing with these? Um, uh, I think they are actually uh, dodgeballs. So uh, I may throw it right at Daryl in just a minute or something. But uh, uh, anyway, I, I, I want you to think about this. You getting rid of anxiety in your life doesn't depend upon how strong your spiritual arm is or how accurate your spiritual arm may be either. Now, now, here's why I'm, I'm saying that. Remember what I told you about the word cast a moment ago. There, there's uh, at least two main different words for cast that's there in the Greek language. 
And I want you to, to remember that one word meant to deliberately throw as though you're doing it skillfully. You're throwing it deliberately with a skill, trying to hit the target. And it's like it all depends upon you. Uh, well, the Holy Spirit kind of dropped this into my heart while I was studying this message. And you see, the, the throwing away of your anxiety you, you need to be willing to do it, but, but guys, the ability to throw it away or the ability to deal with it doesn't really depend upon you. How accurate you are doesn't really depend upon you. All you need to do is identify, hey, I've got some anxiety here and I need to get rid of the anxiety. Now, now here's the kind of the difference between the two things. If, if, if it is dependent upon my skill, it's like I'm, I'm aiming for something, or I've got anxiety in my life, and, and I'm aiming, and, and it's kind of dependent upon my ability to hit the target, whether or not I can deal with the anxiety. That's not the way the Holy Spirit used the word for cast here. Instead, here's the picture of it. I've got anxiety in my life. I need to get rid of it as quick as I can. I need to flip it away. I, it's not dependent upon me. It's dependent upon my willingness just to get rid of it and let God deal with it. That, that's the thought that I want you to get from this. God's the one that's skilled to deal with our anxiety. I can't deal with my own personal anxiety. You can't fully deal with your own personal anxiety. Uh, neither can some therapist fully deal with your personal anxiety. But God has a full total ability to deal with your anxiety. But, but guys, here's the thing about it. Just like I intentionally had to pick up that ball a minute ago and intentionally throw that ball, you have to be willing to intentionally identify anxiety in your life and be willing to say, I'm going to throw it away. I'm going to get rid of it as quick as I can. I'm going to get the anxiety out of my life. So that's the first step. That's, that's the first part of step number one, being, being willing to throw it away. You need to throw it away quickly. Not only do you need to be willing to throw anxiety away quickly, you need to be willing to cast away your anxiety totally, completely. Because here's what the Bible said. It is said to cast all of your anxiety. And that word all, whether you like it or not, whether I like it or not, when I looked at it in the original Greek, it literally means all. It means every bit of it. It means any, all, the whole. It, it, you see, in the, it, and I guess maybe the, the importance of that is this. It's a good thing to throw away any of your anxiety. I mean, any amount of anxiety you can get out of your life is helpful, but it's not as helpful as throwing away all your anxiety. It's having the mindset that I'm going to give all my anxiety to the Lord, that I'm always going to, when I identify it, I'm going to give it away. I'm going to cast away all of my anxiety. Now, you might ask, how can you do that? Well, we kind of dealt with it a little bit a moment ago. We'll deal with it more in a minute. But throw your anxiety away as fast as you can quickly, trusting God to deal with it. You, you identify anxiety, and it's not dependent upon your aim or how good you can get it to God. What's dependent upon is your willingness to say, I'm going to get rid of it. I'm going to get the anxiety out of my life, and I'm going to trust God that he'll catch it. God's got a big net. God's got a big, big glove on, and he can, he can catch whatever we throw his way. But we also need to be willing to not just cast it away quickly and cast anxiety away totally. We need to be willing to cast away our own or your own. You need to be willing to cast away your own anxiety. Because that's literally what the Bible said there. 
Cast away your anxiety. Cast your anxiety. Cast all your anxiety upon him. And that literally means concerning you, the anxiety that you have concerning you. The, the word for anxiety literally kind of means this, whatever's distracting you, or whatever it is that's soliciting your attention, Whatever it is that's cropped up in your life so much, it's, it's right in front of your face, and, and you can't seem to get away from it. You go to bed with it there, and you get up in the morning, and it's there, and you have that anxiety right in front of you all the time. Then that's what the word means here. The root word of it means to part out or, or to apportion or, or to disunite. And guys, here's the thought of that. Here's what anxiety does. Anxiety takes my attention away from where it needs to be. Anxiety takes my focus away from where it needs to be. Uh, I can't be the husband that I need to be or the father that I need to be or the friend that I need to be or the pastor that I need to be if I'm allowing anxiety to control my life. Uh, I will not have my focus upon Jesus, my, my focus upon God like I ought to if I'm allowing anxiety to distract me and draw my attention away from my family, from my friends, from my role as a pastor, from my, my focus upon Jesus just as a believer. If I'm allowing anxiety to, to, to do that, it, it's keeping my focus from, from where it ought to be. So you need to be willing to cast away all your anxiety. And, and let's be honest. <laughs> That's all we can do. The only anxiety you have control over is your own anxiety, if you can gain control over that by allowing God to help you. You don't have control over anybody else's anxiety. You, you can't wave a magic wand over somebody else's life. You can't even completely take anxiety away from anybody, even by sharing with them verses like the one we're looking at today or, or telling someone, hey, you know, Pastor Liam preached about anxiety uh, this past week. Why don't you watch it online? I mean, you can help them with it. And we ought to try and help other people with anxiety, but we can't do it for them. You cannot take away somebody else's anxiety. You need to be willing to focus upon your own anxiety. Yes, we ought to be willing to help them, but guys, think about how much better help we'll be if our anxiety is dealt with. I'm afraid a lot of times we do this. Instead of focusing on our own anxiety, we try and ignore our anxiety by helping somebody else with their anxiety. Thinking, well, if I'll just focus on their anxiety, I can ignore my own. I can stuff it down. Well, that's not going to work for too long because that anxiety keeps coming back and coming back and coming back. And for you to really be a help to somebody else, you need to be willing to deal with your own anxiety. We need to be willing to throw our own anxiety away, all of it, as quickly as we can. So step one is this about how to deal with anxiety, how to throw anxiety away. Step one is be willing to throw away your own anxiety. Here's step number two. Step number two is be sure that you throw your anxiety in the right direction, in the right direction. Because as we go back to 1 Peter 5, 7, the middle part of the verse says, cast all your anxiety upon him. We need to cast it upon him. The word upon him means superimposition. I kind of said that earlier, and I told you we'd come back to it. It means distribution over, upon, towards. It, it talks about the direction it, with the implication of, of rest. 
And here the him, of course, is God. So you and I, as we cast our anxiety away, we need to be willing to, to place it upon him. Now, I'm not going to spend as much time on this step because we kind of dealt with it a moment ago. But, but guys, the reason we need to cast it upon God, as I said a moment ago, God's got a big glove. He's got a big net. It's not dependent upon your ability. All you need to do is identify the anxiety, cast it to him as fast as you can. Allow him to catch it and, and deal with it. And then God takes our anxieties, our worries, our concerns, superimposed upon his own divine self. Now, do you want a picture of that? <laughs> I can give you the ultimate picture of that. Because God became flesh. God became flesh by sending his son Jesus into this world. And when Jesus went to the cross and he hung on the cross for our sins, God superimposed Every sin, all of my sins, all of your sins, past, present, future, all the sins of mankind, God superimposed the sin of mankind upon his own divine self, upon his son, as his son hung on the cross. That's the ultimate picture of how much God will take what is our concerns, our sins, our worries upon himself. Jesus took all of that upon himself on the cross. And if Jesus would do that for you, if he'd take your sin upon himself on the cross, guess what else? He's willing to take your anxiety also. If you'd be willing to cast your anxiety upon him. You see, to really thoroughly deal with your anxiety, you've got to be sure you look in the right direction for your help. You need to be sure that you quickly identify anxiety and you throw it in God's direction. Holding on to it's not going to help. Holding on to it's just going to let that anxiety, that worry, that, those concerns, that bitterness, whatever, it'll let it pile up in your life for years and years, and it won't help you at all. So you need to be willing to hurriedly cast it in the right direction. Regrettably, many people try and cast their anxiety in the wrong direction. Trying to drown your anxiety in a bottle is not going to take care of that anxiety. Whenever you sober up, the anxiety is still there. Trying to do away with your anxiety through drugs or through illicit sex or through whatever worldly pursuit you might want to put there, through shopping sprees or, or whatever else it might be, eating binges, whatever else you want to throw in there. Trying to drown out your anxiety through worldly pursuits will never, ever help. To be honest with you, all it does is temporarily deal with your anxiety, and then on the other side of whatever pursuit you tried to fix your anxiety with, all you have now is more anxiety because you chose the wrong path. And many times it adds additional wrong things and worries and concerns into your life because you, you tried to deal with your anxiety in the wrong way. When you, try and, when you try and deal with your anxiety in worldly ways, really this is all you're doing. You're taking that anxiety and you're massaging it. <laughs> and as you massage that anxiety, it's going over and over and over and over again in your mind as you're trying to use worldly pursuits to try and get rid of that anxiety. And instead of dealing with it, all you're doing is letting it run through your mind and through your heart, through your life all the more. You cook it over in your mind again and again and again while you try to feel better. 
And guys, the only way to really feel better or deal with your anxiety is this step two. Throw your anxiety upon God. Throw it in the right direction. Here's step number three. We're talking this morning about how to throw our anxiety away, how to deal with anxiety. Step number one is throw it away quickly. You know, identify it, be willing to deal with it. Throw it away quickly, totally be willing to deal with your own junk, with your own anxiety. Step number two is be sure you're throwing your anxiety in the right direction. Give it to God. Let him deal with that anxiety in your life. Step number three is simply this. Rest in the love and care of God. Rest in the love and care of God. The last part of 1 Peter 5 verse 7 says this. Because he cares for you. So you cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. The Amplified Version, once again, let's revisit that. For he cares about you with deepest affection and watches over you very carefully. That word for means because. It also can sometimes be used redundantly. Now hold on to that in your mind for a minute. We'll come back to it. Because he cares for you. Let's talk about God. He cares for you. God has interest in you. God, God is concerned. That's what the word means. God has interest in you. God's concerned about you. You, you matter to God. God. God takes care of you. He, he cares about or for you. And that word about or for means through, all over, all around with respect to you. In other words, God so cares for you. He, he's all around you. He's, he's all about your life and who you are. That's how much he cares for you. The root word of it even means to pierce through, to pierce through. Park that in your mind too. We'll come back to that in just a moment. Concerning you. That's, God cares for you. So guys, what we need to do is this. We need to stop dwelling in our pit of anxiety and worry, self-pity. We need to stop swimming around in, in our pool of, of pity. And you see, if you're a Christian, what you need to do is this. Just like you rested by faith in what Jesus did for you on the cross, you need to rest by faith in the love and care of God. You, you need to rest in, in the truth that he cares for you. You need to be willing to throw your anxiety upon him and then rest by faith in God because he cares for you. He cares for you with the deepest affection known. God, God watches over you. He loves you like a loving heavenly father. And that's why you need to rest in him. You need to rest in his love. The, the kind of love that put Jesus on the cross for you. You need to learn to rest in that in all areas of your life. To rest in, in, in that love because that's how much God loves you. So what all this means is simply this. It's time to throw your anxiety away. No matter if it's anxiety you've carried for years and years and years or, or recent anxiety because of this virus that's taking place across our world or whatever it might be, you, you need to be willing to throw it away. We need to learn to quit holding on to our, our, our worries and our concerns and, and our anxiety of any kind. I'm, I'm afraid some people hold on to their, their worries and their concerns and anxiety like as a pet, and they're just, they're just petting and stroking his head, and, and they're keeping it around. 
We need to put in practice these three steps of throwing away anxiety. First of all, be willing to quickly throw away your anxiety as fast as you can. As soon as you identify it, cast all your anxiety upon him. He'll catch it. Just throw it his way. Number two, you need to be sure you throw your anxiety in the right direction, casting all your cares upon God. Be honest. You can't deal with it. I can't deal with it. We don't have the ability within ourselves to, to deal with it. I can't make it go away. You can't make it go away. And, and trying to drown your worries by worldly pursuits only makes things worse. So give it all to God. Step three, be absolutely sure that you rest in the love and care of God because he cares for you. The word for, I told you a minute ago, can also mean to be used redundantly sometimes. A lot of times we think of redundant in a negative way. But in this case, being redundant's okay. <laughs> being redundant's a great thing. And by that, here's what I mean. Be redundant. Tell yourself over and over again, God cares for me. God cares for me. God cares for me. God cares for me. Keep telling you that. Keep telling yourself that. Keep saying it over and over in your mind in the midst of whatever anxiety you're facing. Be redundant. Keep focusing upon the fact that, that, that he cares for you. Remember that, that you matter to God. Those definitions we looked at a moment ago. Keep reminding yourself that God's interested in you. That, that God is all over this in your life. That God is all around you. That no matter how bad the circumstances might be. Remember I told you, remember the word pierce? No matter how bad the circumstances might be, God loves you so much. He's willing to pierce through whatever it is to get to you and help you with anxiety issues that you're wrestling with. <clears throat> In 1 Peter 5, 6, just a little bit before verse 7, right before verse 7, Peter wrote about humility. Look at what he says. Humble yourselves, therefore, under God's mighty hand, that he may lift you up in due time. In context of what we're talking about today, dealing with anxiety, that's there in verse 7, I think maybe we need to apply that like this. You and I need to practice some humility before God. We need to admit, God, I can't deal with my anxiety. God, I, I can't take care of everything that I'm going through. I can't deal with my worries, these circumstances. God, I, I, I can't deal with it. We need to practice humility, and we need to trust Him to lift us up out of that worry and that anxiety. Now, guys, me saying all this doesn't mean that I'm telling you to have a mindless, naive approach to life. Because also we need to recognize what's said in verse 8 and, and 9. It warns us that the devil is going about like a roaring lion seeking whom he can devour down. It says there, be self-controlled, be alert. Yeah, we need to be willing to deal quickly with our anxiety, give it to God, but that doesn't mean have a naiveness about your life. We need to be alert, be self-controlled and alert because your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. We need to resist him, standing firm in the faith because we know that brothers throughout the world are undergoing the same kind of sufferings. Hey, you're not the only one with anxiety. You're not the only one going through problems in your life. There are other people that are going through problems also. Trust in the fact that God will help them and God will help you. 
And my goodness, what a promise he follows that up with. 1 Peter 5, 10 and 11. And the God of all grace. <laughs> Amen. Hey, if you're watching online right now and you're watching on our live feed, down in the comments, you ought to type amen. Thank God for the God of all grace. Who called you to his eternal glory in Christ. <laughs> Maybe put two amens down. After you've suffered a little while. In other words, guys, it's not going to last forever. Whatever you're going through, whatever we're going through, whatever's going on in our world, it's not going to last forever. He told those believers in Asia Minor that were being so persecuted. After you suffer for a little while, this God of all grace, this God that has called you to eternal glory, will himself restore you and make you strong, firm, and steadfast to him be the power forever and ever. Amen. That ought to be our focus, that, that God himself, no matter what we're going through, God himself can lift us up and he can restore us and he can strengthen us. And then look what he says in verse 14. Greet one another with a kiss of love. You've probably not been doing that a whole lot right now with the coronavirus. Maybe with the mask on, I don't know. <laughs> That's just saying, the, talking about the compassion and the love we ought to have for each other's believers. But notice the very last thing that he said. Peace to all of you who are in Christ. Peace to all of you who are in Christ. Can I ask you a question this morning? Do you know that you're in Christ? Do you know for sure that you've trusted Christ as your personal Savior? Do you know without any doubt that you're in Christ? If not this morning, why not trust him? We're going to have an invitation time, and during this invitation, I invite you to deal honestly with your own life. I invite you to, to look within your heart and life and, and, and be honest. Do you really know Christ as your Savior? If not, you've got abundant reason to have anxiety because there's a real eternal punishment that's coming down the road. There's a real time that you'll have to stand before God and give an account. So if you don't know Him as Savior, why not take care of that this morning? Why not, why not pray? Admit to God that you can't save yourself. Admit to God that you're a sinner. Agree with him that you've sinned. And then trust completely in the finished work of Jesus upon the cross. If you don't know for sure that you are in Christ. If you do know that you're in Christ, can I encourage you with something? <laughs> you can cast all your anxiety upon him. Can I promise you something, promise you right now, if you're already a believer, or if you just prayed, or if you're going to pray right now in a moment to receive Christ as Savior, can, can I promise you something? More importantly, can he promise you something? Can God promise you something? Because he did. He said, cast all your anxiety upon me. Cast all your anxiety upon him because he cares for you. Father, we pray this morning that you help us to honestly evaluate our lives before you. Lord, to be honest about the worries and the concerns and the anxiety that might have invaded or embedded itself in our lives. Father, I pray you give victory to people today who are watching or will watch this message. Father, I pray for believers, even though they have faith in you, they've allowed anxiety to creep in. God, forgive me when I allow anxiety to creep in my life. Lord, help all of us as believers to be willing to identify 
admit that anxiety is there and be willing to do something with it, be willing to throw it away, to be willing to cast it away quickly, all of it, to give it to you, trusting you to deal with it. Father, help us to rest in you. Help us to rest in the awareness of knowledge that you care for us, that you love us. Fathers, anyone that's dealing right now wrestling with trust in Christ the Savior, God, give them the faith they need this morning to say yes to Jesus. For it's in his name we pray. Amen. If you trust in Christ as your Savior this morning, I'll encourage you in the comments. And you're going to think, well, man, if I put that in the comments, everybody's going to know that. Can I let you in on a secret? (laughs) All the day three people that are watching, they had to do the same thing. (laughs) No one's good. No, not one. We all were lost in sin. We all had to trust in Jesus. There's nothing embarrassing about you saying, I'm a sinner and I need Jesus in my life. So why not comment that right now if you trust Christ as your Savior? And if you're already a believer and you've been allowing anxiety to creep into your life, I, I want to ask you to comment that too. Just let us know. Hey, I admit, I admit I need to deal with anxiety. I admit I need to throw some anxiety away. Will you comment there and let us know so we can go over the comments and we can pray for you about the anxiety that you have in your life. Reach out to us if we can help in some way. Through our website, you can find our email addresses. Reach out to us. Mine's Pastor Lynn at day3church.com. We can help you in any way. Please, Please reach out to us. Listen to the Holy Spirit as Brother John closes out our service today. Maybe you need to unload some anxiety in your life today. Christ said that we can cast our anxiety on Him. Maybe you realize today that you don't really know Him, but you want to. We encourage you to reach out to the Lord in prayer today. Jesus is listening and waiting for you to come to Him and receive His gift of peace. If you prayed that prayer with Pastor Lynn today, we would love to talk to you. We're here to pray with you, love you, and offer support. Please contact us at day3church.com or on Facebook at facebook.com slash d3church. We care about you and we want to connect with you. We're here to help. Until next time, this is Pastor John reminding you that God is greater than your circumstance and his mercies are new every morning. It's time to experience a new day in your life.